your Locked On The Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Locked On Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, if you enjoyed this episode and want to stay tuned to the latest and greatest in Winnipeg Jets news and analysis, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, and the Odyssey app. Doing so doesn't cost you a single penny and ensures you never miss another episode. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the Spotify Greenroom app and find one of our Locked On rooms. Stay tuned to hear about Locked On and the Spotify Greenroom app. On tonight's podcast, I thought it would be a nice change of pace to discuss the upcoming free agent class and break down a number of potential signings the Jets could make to fortify multiple positions. You'll recognize some of these names. Um, We'll start off, of course, with defensemen, then move on to wingers, and then finally tackle centers. You know, we'll we'll go by what I feel are some very important needs and discuss if any of these free agents are actually worth trying to fit into the cap system and, you know, looking at Winnipeg's upcoming expansion draft casualty, whether anyone on the free agent market might be a good option to fill that void. First, though, let's start off with the free agency defenseman market and talk about some of the younger options who would be prime ages to join the Jets. One of our first early options that I find to be an interesting choice for a potential third-pairing D is Roland McCown. Roland has been something of a tweener for the Carolina Hurricanes over the past couple of years, and my guess is that the right-handed D is probably going to get re-signed to like a minor league or a two-way deal. McCown was, you know, at times a nice assertive puck carrier at the AHL level and can contribute some level of offense. I wouldn't say like a ton, you know, you're going to measure your expectations here, but he's a decent puck moving D with some defensive instincts and, you know, he's going to be cheap, right? So I would look at him as a potential option, but I wouldn't expect him to actually get a, a signature here in Winnipeg. I'd imagine that he would be retained on a value contract by Carolina unless, of course, he wants to try and test his luck on the market and get a spot somewhere where he could be used. He was at one point considered like a potential second pairing D prospect, but I think his star has probably faded a bit. You know, he's 25 years old. He's kind of stuck in a transition role between an NHL call-up and a regular AHL starter. I feel like if he were to come to the Jets, he would probably compete with someone like Tucker Pullman on the third pairing, but, you know, beyond that, I I don't know. Another potential option around the same age is Carl Dahlstrom, who actually is familiar with the Jets. You know, we all remember that he was, a couple of years ago, acquired by Winnipeg and basically did not play. I feel like Dahlstrom isn't as bad as people suspect him to be, but he's not going to be much more than like a Derek Forbort type. He is a lefty, so he'd be facing pretty stiff competition to crack into the lineup already. I feel like the Jets have actually a number of decent left-handed defenders, certainly not many righties though, and that's kind of what Winnipeg is most in need of. He would make sense for a team looking for like a 7th D that you can kind of flex in here and there. I think Dahlstrom would actually be an upgrade on somebody like Bolu, but expecting much more beyond that is probably asking too much. I would also have some level of interest in Andreas Borgman, who was pretty okay as a defender for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Borgman isn't exactly a high-end guy, and he's another lefty, but he does bring some offensive skill sets, and he actually has logged a couple of NHL games in the past couple of years. Again, he's like another third-pairing option, so I don't imagine that he would cost all that much, but I would, you know, probably expect him to stay in Tampa Bay. You know, if you're on a team that's winning cups and you're getting even like a low-end salary, 
you're still getting title rings and stuff, so it is a bit hard to walk away from a championship-winning organization when you know that they're going to be looking for cheap options to fill in the ranks, occasionally play games, and win a title. Moving up the list, we're starting to get into the bigger names, in my opinion. Uh, we've got Brandon Montour and Jake McCabe, both age 27, both of them offering very different kinds of players. McCabe is a nice, really well-rounded two-way defender who often has pretty good defensive impacts. He's currently stuck in Buffalo, but he's about to become a free agent, and McCabe is probably somebody that I would be willing to take a flyer on. I think the biggest issue with him is that he's had a lot of unhealthy seasons as of late, and if he could actually stay healthy, you'd get a quality number four or so. The problem with Jake is that I think it's actually been his shoulder that was affecting him, um, and of course upper body injuries and stuff, damage to those sorts of sensitive areas, really important for stick handling and all that. That could be an impact on his performance going forward, especially if he ends up re-injuring it. If you were to give him like a show me contract for two seasons at like two and a half to three million, I don't think that that's the worst risk to take. But, you know, I don't know that the Jets would be super interested in him. I think they had inquired about him in previous years, but I don't know where their interest level is now. The one that they may target is Brandon Montour out of the Florida Panthers. Montour for me is, is a bit of a mixed bag. His past couple of seasons prior to this year were just really atrocious. Montour does bring a lot of offensive flair, but when it comes to defensive impacts, yeah, he's a real rough one. To make the most of his skill set, I would think you'd have to really shelter him, and I don't know that the Jets can actually offer somebody on his left side that could do that effectively. You'd have to look at trying to give him, like, I don't know, somewhere between second and third pairing minutes. And while I do think he does offer enough offensive value that he could get, like, three and a half to four million per season, I don't know if I really want the Jets to try and make that sort of play. I think Montour needs a more proven track record, and at his age, I, I don't really know if he's going to get that. Not at a level that I would feel comfortable offering some kind of long-term deal to. For me, McCabe is the better alternative. I think Jake actually has a pretty solid and proven track record in terms of past performance, and he's somebody that I think brings the sort of skill sets the Jets are looking for. He's strong, he's physical, he's well-rounded at both ends of the ice, and, you know, he's a pretty capable uh, defender, so someone I could see easily slotting in on Winnipeg's second pairing. He gives the Jets more insurance, and I don't think he would be super expensive. The last guy I'll cover on this one, uh, you know, this is a player that the Jets, I think, were interested in acquiring in the trade deadline, but of course didn't actually manage to bring him in, and that is Jamie Alexiak. This dude is a very interesting defender. I don't know if he would actually work with the Jets. Um, you have to let him be really aggressive. He's very physical, he's very tall, and he actually brings a, a pretty great offensive skill set. But that is sort of reliant on him allowing to enter the offensive zone and attack space effectively. It's kind of hard to imagine the Jets giving him the right environment to really thrive, so I'm not 100% sure that I would actually be looking to give him like a, like a larger deal because Alexiak, while he is effective with Dallas and I think he's actually pretty good for what he is, I don't know that he would thrive with the Jets. I feel like Winnipeg would kind of hold him back. And defensively, if he's asked to be more of a deep-sitting, stay-at-home kind of D, I don't really know if that's going to fit him. If he's not allowed to be offensively aggressive, I feel like some of his decision-making issues might come into effect a little bit more frequently. That said, I would not complain at all if, in fact, the Jets were to extend him a contract offer. I feel like he's a pretty quality defender and somebody that Winnipeg would actually make use of. In just a moment, we'll cover a few more free agent signings that might be a little bit more pie in the sky. Before then, I wanted to shout out tonight's sponsors at Spotify Greenroom. Greenroom is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, insiders, journalists, and everyone in between about your favorite team or sport. Greenroom is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. 
You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, trade rumors, major news announcements, and every hot take in between. You'll find plenty of Locked On hosts from all across our network, including the NBA, MLB, and NHL podcast networks. I'll be joining the app soon, so be sure to get started, and I'll meet you there. Go download the free Green Room app right now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you all on the app, and I'll be sure to let you know once the Locked on Winnipeg Jets room is live. Download the Green Room app today. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Start the conversation today. If you're a longtime listener of this podcast, then by now you know that I'm personally a huge fan of Built Bars. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, they're the best tasting protein bars on the market. Want to know why? Because they're not like any protein bar you've had before. They're more like a candy bar with a 100% chocolate exterior and a soft chewy interior. They come in delicious flavors like orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate, salted caramel, and so many other great flavors. And you should always stay tuned to Built.com because you never know when they're going to drop another limited edition, limited quantity flavor that once they're gone, they're gone for good. If flavors like Grasshopper Cookie and Churro Puff get your mouth watering, then be sure to stay tuned to all of Built.com's social media channels. As good as Built Bars taste, they're even better for you, with most bars clocking in at around 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, and 17 to 18 grams of protein. They're perfect for every lifestyle, whether you're looking to maintain or lose weight. To place your order, go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 50% off your next order. Again, that is promo code LOCKED15 at checkout for 15% off at Built.com. Don't delay, get Built Bars today. Welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. We are taking a look at the free agency market for uh, all of these potential guys that could join the Jets. Although, let's be honest, 99% of them are never coming to Winnipeg. So don't get your hopes up. But now it's time to talk about some of the, let's call them higher end targets, players that maybe would be, I would call them pie in the sky just because I feel like these these guys are going to be pretty sought after. And even if they aren't, they're just not going to come to Winnipeg either. The free agent that might be the most likely to join the Jets uh, as far as like this higher end group is concerned is Mike Riley. He's not exactly thought of as like a world beating defender, but in terms of what he does in transition and offense, he's pretty darn fantastic. The unfortunate thing for Winnipeg is that he did score 27 points in 55 games. And sure, they are all assists, but that's pretty darn good. It likely means that you're not getting a contract discount on him because he's going to be sought after as an offensive defender. I think a lot of people are starting to realize he's actually pretty effective, and he can be used in a variety of situations. I feel like if if Riley was willing to come to Winnipeg, I'd be looking at something like a three or so year deal. I don't know what the dollar value would be just because this market is super strange. I would have to think it settles in somewhere around three to three and a half million. Maybe a little bit more than that. I can't imagine by much, though. I just don't think teams are in a really great spot to sign a lot of big free agents, and especially guys who are 28 and and certainly not often thought of as elite defenders. Riley is very good, but he's only had one or two seasons of this level of play. So, I don't know. I don't know if he would actually get a big contract return, but if the Jets were in on him, I'd be very down with that. Scaling up a bit, we're starting to look at some of the bigger names. Um, Ryan Murray is one option. Murray, for me, is an okay second-pairing guy. I don't know if he would be the kind of player that, you know, the Jets would be really hot to trot for. He's a solid two-way defender who would slot in as, like, a number three or a number four, but again, he's another lefty, and Winnipeg's right side is right now their biggest concern. I don't know if Murray has ever played on his offhand, but in terms of what the Jets need, I could see him being an effective, strong, physical two-way defender who can transition up the ice. In terms of his defensive impact, I'm not 100% sure if he would really improve the situation. I mean, he's certainly better than most of the other guys the Jets have, so by default, the answer is yes. 
But I mean, in terms of significantly moving the needle, I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, similarly, I would say Adam Larson is kind of another one of those guys who I think is pretty darn good as like a second pairing player, but I don't know if he's the kind of defender that the Jets would really pursue as like a needle mover. I think he would slot in again as like a number three, and he would probably be Winnipeg's maybe second best right-handed defender. The sad thing is that's a pretty low bar to clear, so I'm not exactly putting a ton of stock in it, but I don't think you should overlook uh, Larson's production. I think he's actually a pretty solid second pairing guy. While he's probably not what he was projected to be when he signed in Edmonton, that doesn't mean I don't think he provides significant value, especially in terms of what the Jets would be looking for. Winnipeg's back end is pretty bad. Larson's a quality two-way defender. He can chip in offensively. His defensive impact is solid. I think if you gave either of them somewhere around three and a half to four million for a couple of years, I don't think that would be terrible. I think you'd be pretty okay with that. I, I'm not sure if either of these players is, again, free agents that Winnipeg would be super excited about, but in terms of giving Winnipeg more depth on the back end and starting to round out the pairings, I think both would actually be pretty darn good options, especially in light of like Suter being one of the other choices. Of course, both of these guys definitely pale in comparison to the most sought-after free agent, and that's going to be Dougie Hamilton. Dougie is, I mean, he's a monster, right? He's like the best defender in the NHL. It's going to be really tight at the top between him and like McAvoy and some of the other guys, but Hamilton arguably deserved the Norris this year. He scores a ton. He's very strong on the puck. His defensive zone awareness is pretty darn good. He's really great at transition. I mean, this dude literally just does everything. He's also a monster on the power play, which right now is something the Jets definitely need because their current power play defenders tend not to be all that effective. It's basically down to Neil Pionk and then everyone else just kind of sucks at it. So Hamilton would be a huge boost. He'd be like Winnipeg's best right-handed defender since Bufflin and would arguably perform at a similar level. I don't know if he would be like as good as, as peak Bufflin was, but he's he's amazing, man. Like Hamilton, don't get it mixed up. This dude is a beast. But I think the biggest issue is he's looking for a big contract. I don't know if he'll actually get it, but I would imagine, you know, tons of teams would be interested in him at least. And he needs like a good fit in the locker room. He needs a good contract extension and he needs to be, you know, your lead number one. That last part is super easy to accomplish, but I think the other parts are going to be a bit tougher, especially post-COVID. And would he come to the Jets? I don't know. I feel like Hamilton would be comfortable with Winnipeg's players in the locker room. I think this would be a good environment for him but you never know what these guys are like behind the scenes, so I don't really know. I feel like he would be a great option for the Jets, but I just don't think he's really attainable. It's more likely that he either signs in Carolina or goes to another major team. I feel like the Jets would actually make a lot of sense for him as a landing spot, but, you know, Dougie is going to be the master of his own fate, and I would completely understand if Winnipeg is not really on the top end of his list. All we can hope for is that Winnipeg actually looks at some of these decent defenders and maybe makes a contract offer somewhere, or if they don't, maybe they trade for a young defender who's really good. It's going to be some time before we find out, though, as we have the expansion draft upcoming and then the uh, the entry draft, so Winnipeg, you know, they're, they're going to have to sit on their hands for at least a couple more weeks. Of course, the free agency class being pretty decently sized, there are other players out there who are not defenders that the Jets might be interested in targeting. Guys that I think should be really strong contenders to bolster the forward unit. Before we talk about the Jets betting on free agents though, let's talk about why you should be using BetOnline.ag as your one-stop shop for all your online betting needs. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs including the MLB, NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA, international football, and every sport in between. No matter what you're into, BetOnline has your back. 
Before that next pitch or face-off, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up for bonuses, and enter all the contests your heart desires. Stop sitting on the sidelines and join your favorite teams as they begin their playoff quests for glory. Win as your favorite teams win. To get started, register for a free account at BetOnline.ag on your laptop or mobile device. And when you're signing up, be sure to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive a matched 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Again, that is promo code LOCKEDON at registration for a matched 50% welcome bonus on your very first deposit with BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. We are talking about some free agent frenzy stuff, players that maybe the Jets should try and take a run at. We've talked about a number of defenders. Let's talk about some forwards. One of my more interesting and intriguing options is Alexander Venberg of the Florida Panthers. Venberg has always been one of these centers who really promotes a lot of positive play, but just never seems to score. This year, he actually had a pretty okay season, racking up 29 points in 56 games. I feel like as a top six center, that's not bad at all, especially for somebody who primarily focuses on like um, playmaking and stuff. What is funny is that his, his scoring split this year actually favored goals over assists. But what you would be getting with Venberg is a really smart two-way center with great passing and vision. I feel like his playmaking instincts and his ability to navigate space effectively makes him a perfect option for Winnipeg's top six. He's also at a good age where he would slot in right behind Mark Shifley and actually be a pretty positive influence. I don't know if Pierre-Luc Dubois is going to be Winnipeg's long-term number two center, so in lieu of that option, I feel like Venberg would be a really good three- to four-year contract signing. I don't know what he's going to get on the open market just because right now, again, everything's kind of up in a, uh, a bit of a mess. But I feel like he's actually a very good free agent signing, and I would love for the Jets to take a run at him. Out in Chicago, we have Vinny Henestrosa, who I believe has actually played as a winger as well as a center. Henestrosa, I don't know that he's like a phenomenal player, but in terms of like a $1 million signing or something like that, he'd make a really nice depth winger, probably somebody that you could use on the fourth line and actually get pretty decent results from. Again, as long as you leave your expectations in check, I think he actually makes a decent amount of sense. You're looking at him as like a depth player who could be an all right finisher that could either play down the middle or out wide. So I like his versatility and I feel like he might actually be an all right signing. If we're looking at bigger fish though, Brandon Saad for me would have to be somebody that I'd be very interested in. Saad is an excellent playmaker, a really skilled uh, scorer, somebody who generally just promotes a lot of positive play on the ice. His on-ice impacts are always fantastic. He's a great two-way forward. His defensive work rates are pretty decent. This is a guy who does it all. And I feel like Saad's impact on the ice tends to be a little bit overlooked just because he's not like a 30-goal scorer. But this guy, if you want somebody who can slot in on your top six and promote play and transition up and down the ice, he does that in spades. I don't know how he would feel about coming to the Jets, but if Saad was willing to, I would 100% extend a contract offer, and I wouldn't hesitate. You bring him in for like $4.5 or so, and that is a great value contract for a couple of seasons. A slightly underrated acquisition I might take a look at is Tyler Ennis. Ennis is a really nice fourth-line forward and somebody who, quite frankly, has like that Matthew Perot effect. He promotes a ton of net front offense, creates a lot of chaos down low, is actually very effective at forechecking, and is just a lot of skill in a very small package. I don't think that he would be super expensive either. You know, he's, he's signed for like a million um, with Edmonton, so I think a similar contract would make a lot of sense. You bring him in on a value budget deal, I think he would do bits for you. Similarly, I would also be looking to bring in Thomas Tatar as one of my marquee signings. Tatar is fantastic. I feel like as a top six winger, people just 
sleep on him constantly. And I feel like it's because he doesn't really excel at any one thing. He's a lot like Saad that when he's on the ice, really good things happen in the, uh, in the offensive zone. He's very creative. He's elusive. He understands space well. He's got great distribution. He's got a solid release. And he just makes plays happen. I don't understand why he constantly gets benched wherever he goes. But certainly, if you're looking for a really good left-wing option that can play pretty much anywhere in your lineup, Tatar has is, is got to be a marquee signing. Would he come to the Jets? I honestly don't know. And I wouldn't be looking to sign him for too, too many seasons just because he is 30. A lot of these guys are like 27, 28, maybe early, early 30s. And so you're not looking for like five or six years. Maybe like three to four, I think, would be the right sweet spot. I don't know how many of these guys would be willing to sign for that just because um, a lot of these players, especially like the higher end names, they're probably looking to cash out on a pretty big free agency contract. But because of COVID, a lot of teams are struggling for finances, so I don't know how realistic it is for them to expect a big deal. Some of these guys will definitely get it, but if you're looking at Tomas Tatar as somebody who is, is maybe a bit underappreciated and could actually get into your lineup right now, Winnipeg would be crazy not to extend an offer if they would have him in their future. I feel like he makes a ton of sense, he's a great player, and even if the Jets get rejected, just expressing interest would be enough for me. Make the right moves for the right players, and somebody like Tatar, for me, fits that bill perfectly. I'd love to know who you would sign in free agency. Be sure to let me know at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. I'm sure I will have plenty of other thoughts about future free agents and who the Jets should avoid in a future episode. That will do it for tonight's show, though. Before you log off, don't forget to check out one of our other great podcasts so you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today show. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite media. And as always, thanks for listening. Have a great night and go Jets go.